What up, yo? It's Mark Shannon with the Fantasy Knockout Fantasy Football Show. Today is Tuesday, September 8th, episode number 116. And I am pumped up, excited for today's show because guess what? It is week one, waiver wire. We're going to find out is there anyone to pick up and stash? What is the flavor of the week for quarterback and defense? Who are we going to be streaming? You can follow the show. We're on Twitter at Fantasy Knockout. We're also on Instagram at Instagram.com slash Fantasy underscore Knockout. League check. All right. Are you guys ready to start the season? Have you guys completed all your drafts? Hopefully you don't have any more drafts left. And now we can focus on who are we starting and sitting for this week. Do we need to make any roster adjustments with pickups? And that's what we're going to talk on today's show. So... Are you looking for accurate rankings? Need some questions answered? Then head on over to FantasyKnockout.com. Let's talk some news. News with views. All right, wide receiver Keenan Allen of the Los Angeles Chargers. He signs a four-year extension said to be more than like $80 million. So kudos to Keenan. He is one of the most underrated, best receivers out there. Uh, It seems like he never gets the respect. He is a very talented receiver. I loved him coming out of college. And it was a bummer to see him go to the Chargers because, you know, me being a Raider fan and all, um, really like the guy, really love his talent, uh, good character. So I'm glad he got paid, finally got got a little respect for for all the hard work he does. Uh, Next, wide receiver Mike Williams of the Chargers as well. They are preparing for the possibility of playing a majority of September without him. It is said he is possible for week one, but I don't think it's safe with that shoulder for him to be playing. So we'll kind of monitor that. I wouldn't be starting him at either right now, week one. I wouldn't be starting Mike Williams in my flex or anything like that. So he's more of a stash and weight. Uh, running back Rashad Penny out of Seattle. He's got the knee injury. He has been placed on the reserve slash PUP list. So he's going to miss, I believe, six weeks. So they're going to roll with Chris Carson and Carlos Hyde up there in Seattle. Next is wide receiver Debo Samuel of the 49ers. He has been activated from the NFI list with his foot injury. There's a possibility he's going to play week one. So again, I want to see him at least two games out there running around playing um, you know, pivoting and pushing off of that foot before I am comfortable starting Debo. Uh, next is wide receiver Alshon Jeffrey of the Philadelphia Eagles. He has been taken off the POP list, uh, but reports say the Eagles are looking to shop him. So they're looking for a trade. I think it's going to be hard to find a suitor with that $9.9 million, basically $10 million uh, cap hit that teams would have to take. Also, he is dealing with his foot injury as well. So I'm surprised they don't have him on the the PUP list to start the year. Um, kind of interesting. I don't think he'll be ready to play, but maybe they're just doing that so that they can try, like obviously just try to trade him or something. So hmm. next is running back Adrian Peterson, who is a free agent. He signs a one-year deal, $1.1 million with a new team, the Detroit Lions, and that just muddies the water there for that backfield with um, on Johnson and uh DeAndre Swift with Peterson there. He'll probably be in the mix week one, and they're going to just split carries. And so this means Swift probably isn't ready or isn't as uh, healthy as they are leading on to be. Um, and it just means they don't trust carry on at all. So Peterson now a Detroit line. 
Running back, Damian Harris out of New England. He has been placed on IR with his hand injury. He had that surgery on the pinky a couple weeks ago. Um, this should just be for a little while. So that gives a boost to Sony Michelle. Next is tight end Trey Burton out of Indianapolis. He's also been placed on the IR with his calf injury. He was always expected to miss about at least two games. So they were going to put him on there. And they can take him off after three weeks, I believe. Um, quarterback Marcus Mariota out of the Raiders out of Vegas. He has been put on IR with a pec injury. Um, unfortunately, this is kind of bummer news for Derek Carr because that means nobody's pushing him to you know take over that starting role. And so... It's if he struggles, cars, car. So, meh. And then last is wide receiver AJ Green out of Cincinnati. His coach, Zach Taylor, expects Green to be a full go week one. So, that's great news. It's been like 28 since 2018 since Green has seen the field. So, good news for that. Um, just a heads up there's been lots of roster cuts. Some players that you think had like lockups as backups, double check some depth charts. Make sure you have the correct handcuffs for your stud. I know like DeAndre Washington out of Kansas City was cut. A lot of people thought he was going to be the, the handcuff back up to Clyde Edwards-Hilaire. It is not. Um, so just pay attention to that. Go over those depth charts to make sure you got the correct handcuff. And then there is no COVID news. Same guys are still on COVID, which is doing Washington out of New Orleans and Ryquel Armstead out of Jacksonville, both running backs. Um, it is believed Armstead is nowhere near to come off the COVID list and they don't the team doesn't know when he will be back uh, let's get ready to rumble main event all right so Thursday night is the first game and that's gonna be Houston in Kansas City it's it's here football is here it's two days away football's coming so Thursday night game is Houston Kansas City then we have a bunch of Sunday morning games Sunday afternoon games um and then we have two Monday night games, Pittsburgh, New York, and Tennessee and Denver. Obviously, there's no teams on by in week one. So let's talk some waiver wires. Let's talk about players we can add or stash for week one. Definitely just scroll over your uh, waiver wire list and see if these, some of these players are out there because you'd be surprised at the percentage owned in Yahoo League. So quarterback that I'm willing to pick up right now and stash would be Joe Burrow. He's 73% owned. I like Burrow. I think he could be, he's probably going to not start off uh, all that hot with his schedule. You know, at least the first three weeks, he might struggle a little bit. But I, I believe Burrow could be that Lamar Jackson, that Pat Mahomes style quarterback that you find late in the year and him being a solid quarterback. Uh, let's talk some tight ends. So Blake Jarwin out of Dallas. I like him. He's about 66% owned. I like him as a stash. Jonu Smith out of Tennessee. He's about 59% owned. I like these guys as stashes. You could play either one week one. Chris Herndon as well out of the, out of the Jets. Uh, he's about 52% owned. So if you're looking for a tight end to possibly stream this week, one of those three, they're probably out there in your league. Um, go ahead and pick them up. Feel confident in playing them this week. Uh, running backs to check. Antonio Gibson out of Washington. He is His stock has been rising over the last week or so. He's about 78% owned. Um, if you're in a savvy, smart league like me, he was drafted. So, But again, 78% owned, so that means he's still possibly out there off of waivers. Zach Moss, Buffalo's running back, I like him as well. He's about 78% owned. I think he's been trending up as well. Um, Chris Thompson out of Jacksonville, he's going to be a great pass and catch, great pass catching back. 
Uh, he's about 37% owned. So if you need a, you know, if you're in a PPR league or half PPR, Chris Thompson's a good pickup because he will at least get some work in the receiving game. All right, some wideouts that I'm looking to target. McCole Hardman out of Kansas City. He's about 65% owned. He, To me, he's going to be the number two there in uh, Kansas City, the number two wideout. You know, you still got Kelsey there. But with Hill, Kelsey, I think Hardman's going to make that next level move. 65% owned. He should, he's a good stash, especially if he comes out like what Watkins did last year with the three touchdowns and uh, almost, what, 200 yards or something like that in that week one. If that's Hardman, you guys are going to be rushing to the waiver wire. Pick him up now. Pick him up a week early. And if it's not there, then you can drop him and cut him. Okay, Christian Kirk out of Arizona. I like him as well. Uh, that's a nice high offense passing attack offense and Kirk's about 63% owned. Um, another guy I really, really like is Anthony Miller out of Chicago. He's about 57% owned. He has been nicked up his last two years to start the year this year. He's finally got the full bill of health. I think his coach Matt Nagy really likes him and trusts him. So I expect Miller to make the leap this year. So at 50% owned, um, I would take the stash on him as well. See what you got week one. Uh, Another boomer bust player is Deshaun Jackson out of Philadelphia. He's about 46% owned. I would start him. I'd be comfortable starting him as my wide receiver too or in my flex. Um, I like Deshaun Jackson there in Philly because Carson Wentz just got, um, you know, the blurb came through that he is good to go. He's not dealing with his hamstring injury. Um, Who's going to catch the ball other than Zach Ertz? Greg Ward. (laughs) <laughs> Do you trust Greg Ward? I think Deshaun Jackson's going to get a lot of targets. You're going to be happy with this. Do we all remember what happened week one last year where he got the two touchdowns and 110 yards or something like that? He had nine targets that game. Nine targets. All right, then there's two other more later stashes. These ones will kind of like that McCole Hardman where you want to see what happens week one. So I'm not starting either one of these guys. Uh, but Nikhil Harry out of New England, he's 36% owned. And then Brian Edwards out of Las Vegas, he's 16% owned. I would stash either one of these guys or both if you have the space um, and see what happens after week one. You know, the Raiders have a great matchup in Carolina, so Edwards should be used. You should be able to see what um, the Raiders are trying to do with him. Um, and Nikhil Harry as well. They're going against Miami, so you can see what Cam... The reports are Cam and Harry were the the that Harry was the top receiver at a camp that Cam was favoring. So we'll see if that connection is there week one against Miami. Um, and again, if you have something there, then that's fantasy gold and you hit a jackpot and you're looking sitting pretty. You could trade one of these guys or you got just another quality asset on your bench. If they turn out to be nothing, guess what? You cut them. Didn't cost you anything because you just picked them up or you drafted them at the very end of your draft. And you can go get the next guy, the next Terry McLaurin or the next DJ Chark that nobody drafted last year. Hopefully these are these guys. (laughs) Flavor of the week. All right, so let's talk some streaming quarterbacks. I got three guys that I would be willing to start. I mean, obviously, you drafted a quarterback, so you're probably going to start your guy that you drafted. But if you waited on quarterback like I did in my uh, my home league, I didn't get. I got Cam Newton, and I got him like in the twelfth round. I literally was just waiting on running back or on a quarterback. So 
if I'm not comfortable with my start with Cam Newton, I'd be happy to start any three of these guys. I think they have a legit chance of at least they have a very, very safe floor. I don't know about a boom, um, but they won't crap the bed for your team. They'll give you consistent uh, play out of the quarterback position. And the first guy is Philip Rivers out of Indianapolis. He is 32% owned. He has Jacksonville, who is one of the worst defenses in the league. They are projected to be, come in last place this year. Uh, Rivers has one of the best offensive lines he's played behind ever right now in Indianapolis. So I like that that, that play. And then Derek Carr and the Raiders. Um, he's about 19% owned. I know it's ugly saying that. Uh, but he's got Carolina, who, again, has a bad defense. One of the worst defenses from last year. They didn't really improve it much this year. So a lot of rookies there in on their defensive side. So we'll see what Carr can do week one in Carolina. And then the last one is Tyrod Taylor out of the Chargers out of Los Angeles. He's about 8% owned. He's at Cincinnati. Um, he faces a bad Cincinnati defense who probably is, you know, they're, it's going to be a, probably a shootout. You know, Cincinnati last year came out against Seattle and threw it a bunch. And so the Chargers are going to have to keep up if, if Cincinnati's got that quick passing attack. So plenty of experience there. He's got a nice safe floor, always with that rushing ability. So Tyrod Taylor would be my third guy if I need a streaming quarterback. All right, some defenses that we can stream. If you uh, waited on defense and you don't like your week one matchup, here are three teams that I like. Philadelphia Eagles, they're about 62% owned. They're at Washington. They are a good defense. They get to go up against Dwayne Haskins, who is going to make plenty of mistakes. So I like that matchup a lot. Philly should have a quality game. There should be plenty of turnovers there. Uh, my next defense is the Indianapolis Colts. They're going against Jacksonville. They're about 63% owned. Again, a solid defense. Um, last year, they weren't anything flashy or, or really boom or bust with the turnovers, but they improved on their defense. They're solid defense. They get Jacksonville. Um, no more Fournette there. They should basically lean on Minshew, make sure Minshew beats them. So Minshew did have quite a bit of turnovers, and he runs quite a bit, so there's sack opportunities there. So I like that as a play as well. And then the last team is the Chargers. I know. It's, they're about 52% owned. They're going. They're at Cincinnati. They are a great defense on paper. Um, they're going up against a rookie. Let's see what Burrow can do. I'm sure he's going to make plenty of mistakes. I, I, again, I like Burrow as a quarterback. But, again, it's his first game in the NFL. The quickness of how quick that game goes, he's not used to that. And so I think this defense can can uh, capitalize on quite a bit of some of these mistakes that you're going to see Burrow make. So sacks, turnovers, stuff like that. So I like that going forward. Well, that's going to wrap it up for today. The next show we have is the week one start sit. We'll go into a lot more detail of who to start, who to sit, guys that we should put in our flex. Um, this wasn't the typical week one waiver wire show. We went over some guys that we should be stashing, um, but we, you know, normally we'll have the good, the bad, and the ugly, and recap some of the games. But obviously, week one you don't have any of those games, so. I'm going to say thank you for listening to the show. Make sure to subscribe. Whatever platform you're on, leave a rating and review. Also, don't forget to enter to win a signed Kenny Galladay jersey at FantasyKnockout.com. Hashtag Knockout Giveaway. All right. Till next time. See ya. See ya.